please listen carefully. Hey, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm John Haley. And I'm Laura Farley. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hi, John. Hey, Laura. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. So we're getting close to Christmas now. Uh-huh. And one of the best things about Christmas uh-huh. is obviously the presents. Yeah. And one of the best parts about presents is the anticipation, knowing that you're going to get something, but it's not there yet. The fact that it's wrapped up and you, you don't know what it is? Right. All right. And that's a very strained analogy to what we're going to talk about today, which is a coming soon or pocket listings. Okay. So basically, these are things that you don't get to see everything quite yet. Right. But you will soon, as soon as it comes on the market. You know it's there, but you can't see all of it yet. Oh, okay. I like it. It, you know, is it a stretch? Yes. But, you know, just work with me here. I'm working with you here. All right. So today we want to talk about two concepts that can result in a little bit of confusion. uh, Because while they may seem similar upon initial glance, there are important distinctions between the two. And knowing the differences between the two can help you provide your client with the best service possible while also staying within the rules of your MLS. Right. You definitely want to know the difference between a diamond and a lump of coal in your stocking. That's correct. All right. So first, let's talk about coming soon. Generally, this is when you want to advertise a property that is not available for showing or sale until some later date. Usually after this initial coming soon period, the house will show up on the MLS. However, if the property does not eventually get listed in the MLS, coming soon can merge with pocket listing. Now, a pocket listing occurs when a listing agent has a listing agreement and does not place the listing on the MLS. There are certain situations in which this is an acceptable and advantageous practice, but it can be very risky. Coming soon ads and pocket listings both have been around for a while. They tend to become more common when the market is hot like it's been in recent years. Advertising a property as coming soon can provide some low-risk benefits for the seller. For example, if the seller wants a little more time to get things together before actively putting their house on the market, a coming soon ad can help get a jump start on that market. It also presents a true and accurate picture of the property to all buyers. As long as you abide by all other advertising regulations, there's no problem under Virginia law with a coming soon listing. You'll want to check your MLS rules regarding coming soon listings, though, as some MLSs have limitations on how long a property can be in coming soon status. Pocket listings, on the other hand, can be very risky. Most experts agree that the majority of sellers are best served by putting listings in the MLS because the MLS ensures maximum exposure and, hopefully, maximum selling price. MLSs also help provide accurate property information. So, that being said, Are there ever times where a pocket listing would be in the best interest of your client? Possibly. For clients who prioritize privacy over the benefits that can be obtained through the MLS, a pocket listing may make sense. For example, many celebrities choose to go with a pocket listing rather than allowing anyone who wants to come into their property to view it. Other clients who value privacy, such as maybe a couple going through a divorce, might also appreciate a pocket listing. A pocket listing could be a good way to test the property's price before going out onto the open market. For example, if your seller is dead set on a price that's way too high for the property, using a pocket listing can help the seller see the light and agree to a more reasonable price before going on the open market. However, the flip side of that is most real estate experts agree that pocket listings can decrease price by decreasing exposure. So you could end up with a self-fulfilling prophecy. The open market is typically the best way to determine price for real estate, 
So using a pocket listing to do that obviously has significant downsides. I was in a breakout session at the NAR convention recently, and there's a realtor from the Los Angeles area, and he mm-hmm. said that almost all listings in the Beverly Hills area are pocket listings, which mm-hmm. goes into our celebrity right. caveat there. Right, and I've heard some in D.C. with prominent politicians, and sometimes sometimes the athletes don't necessarily want their house open on the market that anybody can go wandering through. Right. So there are valid reasons to have that, but there's also definitely a risk to the seller. And a pocket listing may not provide the maximum sale price for a property. Uh, But what risks are there for you as the listing agent? Well, if you don't do everything you can to ensure that your client gets the best deal, you might be in breach of your duties to the seller. There aren't any state laws or regulations in Virginia that prohibit pocket listings, but like we said earlier, individual MLSs may have some. The Code of Ethics also governs these situations, just like everything you do as a realtor. So Article 1, which covers protecting your client's interest while treating all parties honestly, and Article 3, which governs your interactions with other brokers, could be implicated if your client goes with a pocket listing. Additionally, fair housing could be a concern if you're only advertising the property to a certain group of people. That's right. If you advertise the property through the MLS, and assuming you're advertising in compliance with fair housing laws, and if you're listening to our podcast, you really, really better know how to do that, or else you need to go back and listen to those episodes again, you shouldn't have any issues with a fair housing complaint. However, if you choose to market the property only to a select group of people, that could very well land you in hot water with the VREB, even if there's no discriminatory intent. Basically, by artificially limiting the pool of potential buyers, you might be exposing yourself to some risk. So, John. Yes, Laura. Let's take it to the legal hotline. Let's go. It's been a while. It has. I know. I haven't recorded with you Uh, in a while. We're happy to have you back. I'm glad. So, the first question I have for you, John. We have an agent that posted the following on his business Facebook page. Quote, check out this cozy Creekside beauty. This very private and successful Airbnb will enter the market this coming weekend in Carroll County. Message me for details. He then posts pictures of the property as well. Is this a violation of the duty to the client or any other ethical issues here? Well, there aren't any state laws or regs prohibiting this. But first, you need to check with your MLS to make sure it's allowed. Second, look at the listing agreement and see if there is anything in there that would prohibit you from marketing the property like this. Finally, especially if this is going to morph from a coming soon to a pocket listing, you need to be aware that Articles 1 and 3 of the Code of Ethics may come into play. All right, Laura, here's another question. All right. My client is a local politician who recently went through a pretty public divorce. Uh Uh-oh. They're selling the house, but neither he nor his wife want a bunch of people who may just be interested in snooping around looking at their house. He knows of a few people who want to move into his neighborhood. So do we have to put the property on the MLS? Well, the main concern with this pocket listing is that by keeping the property off the MLS, you might deny your client the best price for his house. As the MLS is generally understood to provide the best option for the buyer, keeping a house off the MLS could be a violation of the Code of Ethics, particularly Article 1, and and possibly Article 3. There could also be a possible fair housing violation depending on the people to whom your seller wants to show the house. However, there are situations where the privacy provided by a pocket listing is more important to a client than a potentially better price. If your seller wants to move forward with an off-market sale, you should make sure that this is reflected in writing, preferably in your listing agreement, and that you document in writing the reasons why this might not be the seller's best option to put it in the MLS. There are also other ways that you may be able to address this seller's concern, such as a limited showing, so maybe only one open house with no showings, 
or no showings period, and only the virtual tour provided through the MLS or some other website. So you want to make sure you've talked through all of those potential solutions with your sellers to find the one that works best for them, that can take into account their needs and also, you know, making sure you get them the best money, amount of money you can. Right, because that's really the end goal there. Mm-hmm. So what are the best ways to limit your risk? Um, so the best practices to follow when dealing with coming soon and pocket listings. First, and hopefully this is obvious, don't advertise a property in any way without the seller's written consent. Absolutely. And that covers not just these issues, but literally every issue where you're advertising a property. Make yep. sure you have the authority to do so. Make sure the listing agreement is legally compliant and fully executed. And make sure you explain in great detail to your seller the risks involved with both of these options. Know your MLS rules regarding what you can and can't do in these situations. And finally, make sure that you have a good explanation with as much written backup as possible for why you didn't list a property in the MLS. Thank you for joining us. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes, and please rate us. Members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the four member section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Thanks. Bye. All the members of this podcast are attorneys. The legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is a general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2018. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike License.